2: Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Steven Maggi.
1: Do you think if you came from a family that was involved in the entertainment business, you just naturally transition into entertainment? Well, that's not always the case, but when you talk about Sandy Castell, it's been a huge motivator in her life, and you'll meet Sandy in just a moment. Later in the show, we will finish our conversation with Steve Corcoran, author of the new best-selling book, Al Davis, Behind the Raider Shield. Finally, your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, will talk to us about something exciting happening over at New York, New York. You know they have a famous roller coaster there. Now they're going to add virtual reality to it. Indiana Ra- Vegas, there's a lot of different talents throughout the area. There's no question. However, today's guest has a lot of different talents all wrapped up into one. Uh, her background is amazing. She's a singer, songwriter, an artist, former Miss Nevada and founder of a group called the Women in Music and Arts. Her name is Sandy Castell. And Sandy's been a Vegas person for her entire life, as her father was a famed Las Vegas bandleader, Dick Castell. Well, Sandy, welcome to the show. I've got to ask you, first of all, was growing up uh, with your dad doing that thing and being around all these different folks, you know, artists and so forth, is that kind of what made you so interested in so many different things?
5: Well, I grew up uh, with with dad playing all the time and my mom singing, so I I started at four years old, really. I had... uh, I bought eight Frank Sinatra records for my dad, and I learned all the Frank Sinatra songs. And I knew, then, I knew when I was a kid I wanted to be a singer. So, yes, growing up around it, uh, but I hadn't even at that point seen other artists that he had been working with. Later on, down the line, I did, of course, when we were in Vegas, uh, and then I saw him performing, and I would sit in the background or you know behind the curtain or up in the light booth.
1: Really, I think you're best known for your country music. How did you make that switch into the countryside?
5: Well, when I started writing songs, they were coming out country. <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> yeah.
5: It was kind of funny. What happened is uh, my mother is from Vernon, Texas, and we lived for about five years in Mesquite, Texas. And I always thought, um, I, I always, you know, people always thought I sang country, even though I was singing a variety of whatever was top 40 at the time when i was working and uh when i started writing songs and they came out country i thought you know my history really and my background because of my mom's history uh is uh, in the midwest and it's that country roots background so yeah it was uh, Interesting. I always say my dad's jazz, my mom's country.
1: One of the things, and we're going to get back into your music, but I want to ask you up front, one of the things is you're a positive thinker, you uh, can motivate people, you're a motivating speaker, that kind of thing. Uh, This group, Women in Music and Arts, I think it's fascinating because it's really you kind of being a role model for women, really of all ages, right? This is what you're trying to do is to inspire them to meet their potential, I guess.
5: Yes, I've always been, uh, I've always had a positive attitude. And ever since I was a kid, I was always interested in helping other people in a lot of different areas. But because I have a, an arts background and my, my mom and her sisters were singers and dancers, they were artists, they painted, they sculpted, they, uh, they were always creative. And then, of course, my dad being a musician. So I grew up in the arts and I've always encouraged people to follow their dreams. Uh, be the best they can be. I have things I talk about on on my shows about being fit and fabulous forever, which is just basically all around taking care of ourselves and being the best people we can be and following our dreams and our heart's passions. And uh, so, for me, it's about lifting people up rather than doing the opposite, which so many people get in their lives. And a lot of times, as artists, we're we're up against challenges to begin with because. If we're out auditioning for shows, it's, it's always they want a blonde, they want a brunette, you're too tall, you're too short, you're too this, you're too that. So you get a lot of yeah. uh, no's before you get the yeses. And I'm all about not being told that you can't do it. I even have a song about it. It says, don't tell me I can't.
1: I love yeah. that, you know, and, yeah. and people, you got to go to Sandy's website. It's Sandy Castell with K-A-S-T-E-L dot com. And what you'll see, aside from a lovely lady, is, again, it is all positive. As I went through it, it was because first I see the stuff about fitness and stuff. And I go, what is that, like a side light? And then as I go through it, i go, going, no, this is just like be the best you can be, whatever that is, and enjoy your life. And I think that's so important. Is that what the organization tries to do?
5: Yes, it's uh, Women in Music and Arts, Wima, W-I-M-A, empowering artists of all ages through education, mentoring, and scholarship.
1: And this is the idea of, to, to encourage each other. You know, women, you can see from all the stuff that's going up, going up in Hollywood with uh, the Weinstein thing and stuff, women are still, unfortunately, kind of characterized as second-class citizens. And what I get from your page and what you try to do is, like, you know, ignore all that, be the best you can be, we can get past that.
5: Exactly. And I have to tell you, even when I'm, when I'm speaking in front of an audience and I'm not just speaking in front of women, I get men, I have men in the audiences also. And the interesting thing is that they're also empowered. You know, they also feel positive because – the message is, is not just for women. It's about people of all ages. And uh, everybody's an artist in their own way, whether they're an accountant, a bookkeeper, um, um, they work as a teacher, they work as, in a business. We have different abilities. Sometimes people will come up to me and they'll say, oh, I wish I could sing like you. I wish I had talent. And I said, well, I have this talent, but you have your talent." and that's the thing. We are, look at, look at us, we're in an age range where a lot of people are not just sitting around and retiring, they're actually reinventing themselves. They are going back to something that they were in love with when they were a child, or they're finding new things to be passionate about and actually recreating themselves and starting new careers or starting new, um, either they're going out and donating their time to other uh, organizations so that they can uh, pursue their passions that way, or they're doing something which is new to them or something that they're passionate about.
1: And that's why you want to really go to Sandy's website, because it's incredible. She's written a number of books. Sandy, I got to say, these books kind of, they talk about detours and stuff. And it's just so true, you know, as I try to pass off what I've been through in my life to my uh, daughter and my son. You know, one of the things they tell me, don't don't be scared about that. Sometimes things go out different than you had anticipated, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. And I love that term detour, where, you know, if, if you're positive, you can take any of those detours and do okay.
5: That's right, and I talk about, it's funny because I say my life has been a series of detours, and they have all led me here to where I am today. Obviously, we go through life, we make our plans, but sometimes bumps come up in the road, right? It happens to all of us at different times in our lives, at different levels. Some are little bumps, and some are major detours. So, The thing of it is it's important to process that and to honor what those changes are in our life, whatever they may be, okay, and to work through them and then to say, okay, time to pull up my bootstraps and go find out what I want to do now and which way am I gonna turn. And in my song, Detours, I talk about, you know, I say, Sometimes you take a detour on the way to where you go. Wondering which way you're gonna turn When you get to the end of the road Sometimes you take a detour It doesn't matter where or when You don't know where you might end up When you're coming from where you've been Life takes a detour
6: We
1: will return with more from entertainer Sandy Castell In just a moment, you're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Steven Manchin
4: On Highway 65 Rain was beating down Roads were slick as ice Hot tears were burning On her cheeks as she cried Her heart breaking From the terrible
1: I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach that does so much more than just business. Logan, do you find that people come to you thinking about business and ended up leaving where it's really about their entire life?
5: That's actually a great question, because what I find is that people often come to me and ask, am I a
4: business coach, am I a career coach, am I a life coach? And I say, I don't care what you call me, because when you change any part of your life, so if we're talking about your career or your relationship, it's going to change everything. So when we make changes in one part, it touches every part of our
1: life. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing?
4: Sure. You can give
5: me a call at 360 529 or email me at logan at com, And you could also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreedcoaching.com. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way, on time, on target, and at a price you can afford. Visit us at BESD.US.
1: Are you looking to save money on your prescription medications? Are your prescription costs too high? Are you paying out of pocket for your meds? Or is your copay too high? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you've got to check out the Rx Cut free prescription discount card. And getting your free discount card is easy. All you do is go to the website rxcutdiscounts.com. The free Rx Cut prescription discount card allows you to get significant discounts on either brand name or generic prescription medications, and it also works on meds with high copays. There are no fees, no forms, no personal information needed, and the cards are active immediately. Discount cards are also good for the entire family, and they never expire. Again, to get your free discount cards, visit RxCutDiscountsAsPuro.com. You may get the free discount card either by U.S. mail, email, text, or simply print out the discount card online. It's just that easy.
5: 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. When I woke up, I couldn't speak or walk.
1: 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack.
5: 182 over 100, and I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest and then a stroke. Everything changed. It felt like my life was over.
7: This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent.
3: 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. 180 over 110, and I had a stroke. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If you've come off your treatment plan,
7: get back on it, or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org.
3: Head to toe, everything's changed.
7: Head to toe. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Now let's
2: return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
1: Welcome back. We are chatting with entertainer and former Miss Nevada, Sandy Castell. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the whole thing of songwriting and what you do. I, I was fascinated by the way you came on to really your hit, which is Indiana Rain, and or your biggest hit to date, I guess. But it, it, it didn't, you know, it came to you and the whole process of it was it just it started with a phrase, right? And it built out from there. Kind of run us through how you did that.
5: Well, each, each song comes in a different way. And this particular song, I actually woke up in the middle of the night and it was raining outside. We were in Indiana and I looked outside the window and the rain was just coming down. It was just coming down, pouring down. And I could see the road and I, there was light, there were lights on the road. And so you could see, you know, how you see the water coming down, hitting the road. And I just got out of bed. And I went into the other room, and I sat down to the computer, and I just started writing. And it was interesting because I do a lot of dream work, and I don't know if you're familiar with it, but our subconscious, the way that we communicate through our dreams is from our subconscious coming through to our, our conscious mind.
8: Mm-hmm. Well, anyway,
5: that's the way and Carl Jung, talked about it. And uh, I, I've been doing my dreams and keeping track of my dreams since I was about 29 years old. And I've noticed that sometimes when we come out of a dream, we have a message with us. And sometimes it's kind of confusing and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's clear as a bell. And it may be symbolic of something that we're going through in our life. And for whatever reason, I woke up out of this dream and literally this is what I wrote. And it just seemed so seamless. I just wrote it and. Uh, And, of course, there were tweaks along the way here and there after I wrote the song. But when you first write a song and and the lyrics come to you, you just write them like a stream of consciousness. You let it come out. But mine came out as a song.
1: That is cool. Structured
5: everything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that is a really cool thing. Now, have you had other times with songs where you've worked on them for months or something and you just kind of have a rough idea and you're... You're polishing and you're changing and stuff. Is it, is it, or is it usually that same stream of consciousness, like you say, where you get on a roll and go with it?
5: Um, I had that experience, as you mentioned, where I started with this one song. It was a melody that I played on the piano. And I had this melody, and I was playing it. And at the end of it, at the end of each phrase, I kept coming back, and, I, it, and all of a sudden I said, without you, without you without you. At the end of the phrase, I knew nothing about what the rest of it was going to say yet, yet, but I knew it was something about being without you. And that song evolved over a period of time. So first came the music, then came that first lyric, which was the title of the song, and then came the story. And what's interesting about that song, it was written a year before I lost four members of my family that died within nine months. Wow. And that was, it was like when, I, when that happened, I said, oh my gosh, now I, I know what I was writing that song about. It yeah. was something in me that knew something was coming up. And it was this great loss that I felt that my life would be nothing without you.
1: Well, that's incredible, you know. And, but, you know, one of the things that comes through on all of this stuff, and I want to talk to you uh, in just a moment about your shows around town and so forth, but, you know, even the fact you were uh, Miss Nevada before, you, you also run your own rec- recording label. I mean, I think a lot of this comes from confidence. You must have grown up with a lot of confidence, and, and, and that's got to be part of the keys to some of the successes you've had.
5: Yes, it's true. You know, my father was very influential and a very important role model for me as a musician because every morning he got up and he did his scales and he, then he would record, then he would play through songs. And every morning I woke up with that. Now, on my mother's side, my mother was the one that was constantly being supportive of my dream, which was to sing. She's the one that took me to audition. She's the one that said, follow your dreams. She's the one that was always there, non-judgmental, unconditional love, and never said a negative thing about anything I was doing. If I had a challenge or a problem and I came to mom and said, Oh man, I'm really struggling with this and da, she would always give me some little tidbit. And in fact, um, when she was on her deathbed, she said to us, she called us all into the room. And she propped herself up in the bed, and she said, I'm only going to tell you this one time. She said, follow your dreams. She said, if there's anyone in your life that is negative and telling you you can't do it, get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, said, she said, and stay on your path. She said, it's okay to get off your path every once and again, but you can always get back on. Yeah. And I thought, you know, my mom was just so inspirational. And yet my father was inspirational in a different way. He yeah. was setting an example and a standard for excellence of being of always practicing every single day your craft. And even when I won the Miss Nevada pageant, he came up to me afterwards. Now, you have to understand, I was real excited. I just won. Yeah right. Nevada. <laughs> and and he walked up to me and he said, Wow, you did a really good job. You're a great performer. He said, Just keep up the voice lessons. <laughs>
1: Hey, that's great.
5: I, I said, uh, okay. <laughs> so, no, I so in, in answer to your question, yes, I did have support and inspiration, and I had, I had uh, mentors, and and my dad and mom were my very first mentors.
1: Oh, it's so important, and it's led to your career, which has been outstanding. Let's talk about it couple of shows you have around. There's there's basically two. One is where you do some of these jazz uh, standards and that kind of thing. The other is what you call your country music show. First of all, do you enjoy the country one more than the standards, or is it just great to be able to do two different things and kind of keep your fingers in uh, several types of music?
5: Well, there's one thing we haven't talked about, and that is musical theater. Now, when I was younger, and I had, obviously, I learned all the, the standard stuff from Sinatra. I mean, I learned a lot of it from Sinatra. And then I learned the country stuff from my mom because she introduced me to Patsy Cline, Tammy Wynette, Loretta Lynn, you know, all those singers. Yeah. And then I had the musical theater. I would watch those musical theater movies on TV. So I grew up, I did, I did uh, some musical theater like Funny Girl and uh, Sweet Charity, Jesus Christ Superstar, things like that. Yeah. I love musical theater. But what I love about it is that you sing, you dance, and you act. You do all three right. in that. Right. So. And then as a professional, I became a professional singer uh, and sang with a band when I was 17 years old, and, it, and I never stopped after that. But at the time, we did whatever was top 40. So I've had a chance to sing a lot of different genres throughout my life, and do I enjoy one more than the other? I don't know, because it's kind of a hard question <laughs> to answer for me, because... There's a different thing that I get when I sing my original songs, when I'm up on stage singing my original songs or in the studio. These are songs that came out of me. These are songs that I wrote. Right. And there's usually in country music, there's a lot of high energy in a lot of them. A lot of my songs are very upbeat. And, uh, and, and then, of course, Indiana Rain is kind of serious. But then the, the musical theater songs I love because I, I've been doing, I, I enjoy theater. So I enjoy performing those. And then other songs like, you know, jazz and stuff, I, I enjoy the standards. What am I best at? Hmm, everybody has a different opinion.
1: We will return with more from entertainer Sandy Castell in just a moment. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggie. You can tell. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show, but Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to
9: know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you
1: won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case, (laughs) yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com.
3: My son Casey was a bright, fearless 20-year-old with a boundless future ahead of him. But in the blink of an eye, he was gone. While out riding a skateboard, Casey fell. He was not wearing a helmet. Our whole family wishes he was. It could have saved his life. I'm Captain Kevin Raffelli of the San Mateo Police Department. Parents, encourage your kids to strap on a helmet every time they jump on a bike, scooter, or skateboard. Think of my son Casey and use your head. Put a helmet on. It could save your life.
0: A message from the Consumer Product Safety Commission Two tight ends are lined up as
7: tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown, Raiders! Oh, what a great play. 19 yards and a Raider touchdown to make it 22 to 3. Chester had gotten free at the 5 and was all alone in the end zone, two yards in.
1: That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week... Different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history. And if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com.
3: My son Casey was a bright, fearless 20-year-old with a boundless future ahead of him. But in the blink of an eye, he was gone. While out riding a skateboard, Casey fell. He was not wearing a helmet. Our whole family wishes he was. It could have saved his life. I'm Captain Kevin Raffelli of the San Mateo Police Department. Parents, encourage your kids to strap on a helmet every time they jump on a bike, scooter, or skateboard. Think of my son Casey and use your head. Put a helmet on. It could save your life.
0: A message from the Consumer Product Safety Commission.
1: With all the talk of fake news today, it's getting harder to know who to trust. Thousands of websites, millions of opinions, even the mainstream media has gotten caught in dishonest reporting. Now, if you're looking for information you can trust, why don't you try westernfreepress.com. At Western Free Press, they let you know where they stand and you can judge for yourself. No fake news, no feigned objectivity, just straight news and strong opinion. That's westernfreepress.com.
2: Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
1: We are chatting with singer, motivator, and author Sandy Castell. Yeah, obviously that great performing that you grew up with and stuff has translated to you know not only on stage, but you got an album out. Let's talk about that—the country album "Indiana Rain." Uh, Mm -hmm. That has to—I would guess doing an album like that, and especially when I read about just how that song came to be, there's a lot of your life into that, right? And a lot of your passion is in that album.
5: Yes, yes, I uh, I do write a lot out of personal experience, as many writers do. The key, and the key is to uh, to communicate with, make it universal, to make a song universal. Even though it's personal, you can make it universal, right? Because many of us have had similar situations in our life, even if they're not, even if they're not specific to each other's. So that, that album was, is very personal because a lot of those songs came from my heart, from my own life experience.
1: Let's take a listen to Sandy's hit recording, Indiana Rain. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manji.
4: She woke from a dream and started to cry. She turned to the window and watched the cars passing by A chill ran through her veins She remembered he is not here She buried her head in his pillow and fought off her tears Indiana rain coming down was a cold and icy day When he said goodbye In her mind she could see his face And feel him by his side Her heart is breaking Cause he's been gone Says it's time to let you go But in my heart you remain I promise you We'll be together someday She took one
1: From entertainer Sandy Castell, in just a moment, you're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. When you went car shopping, you meant business. You ace vehicle history searches and test
0: drives. Now you've got your wheels. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
2: She's been thrilling audiences all around the world. Now, you're going to be thrilled at the latest album from singer-songwriter Sandy Castell. Get your copy now of Indiana Rain.
4: Indiana Rain coming down
2: in the middle of the night. Indiana Rain, won't you wash away her pain? With hits like Nashville Tonight... Don't tell me. Tell me
4: almost anything, but just don't. Don't tell me
2: I can't. Don't tell me I can't. Don't tell Indiana me. Indiana Rain, the latest from singer-songwriter Sandy Castell. Available now at SandyCastell.com.
4: I had a sore in my mouth that just wouldn't go away. And after a couple of weeks, I went to my doctor. A sore, lump, or thick patch in your mouth or throat could be a symptom of oral cancer. My doctor told me I was smart to come in. He said that oral cancer is more common in African-American men than in any other group in the U.S. It turns out I did have oral cancer, but it was caught early and my treatment was successful. I'm glad I got it checked. That probably saved my life. If you're an African-American man, you need to know about oral cancer visit a doctor or dentist if you see changes in your mouth that don't go away after two weeks it's important to get an oral cancer exam because if you do have cancer the earlier it's caught the better a message from the u.s department of health and human services national institutes of health
1: You go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show, but Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know
9: about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't
1: hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? <laughs> that is the case, <laughs> yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com.
2: Football is coming to Vegas. Uh-oh.
9: I felt that one way up here.
2: And your home for all things Raiders is RaiderHistorian.com. Visit RaiderHistorian.com for a look at the game, the philosophy, and the personalities that have made the Raiders one of the most storied franchises in sports. The Dynasty is at RaiderHistorian.com.
5: Just win, baby. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke.
1: I can speak
3: or walk. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke.
7: This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.
5: As you may already know, trees do more than beautify our world. They help clean the air of carbon dioxide, a major greenhouse gas.
4: As North America's largest recycler, last year alone, Waste Management recycled enough paper to save over 41 million trees.
5: How's that for thinking green? From everyday collection to environmental protection, think green, think waste management.
0: You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps
1: with Stephen Maggi. Welcome back. We are chatting with entertainer and former Miss Nevada, Sandy Castell. Where are you playing around town in the next few months uh, so we can uh, plan to go out and see you?
5: Well, I'm working on a new show, which is very exciting. It is a country pop rock show.
8: <laughs> right. So,
5: you know, as you know, a lot of the country songs have a, 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 a good Rock-based now. Okay, that's happened. That's been transitioned over the last 20 years. And uh, even though I have some traditional country, I have some commercial pop stuff, too,
1: mm-hmm. which,
5: uh, like Crazy Girls. Crazy Girls is kind of a, a pop song, you know. Kind of right, a lot pop. of
1: crossover, yeah.
5: Absolutely. A lot of crossover. So it's going to be a crossover show. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to have some other girls in the show, obviously, and we are also going to be incorporating show songs some new songs that I haven't written or that I'm in the process of writing with my other songs and with other artists' songs. We're going to draw from some cover tunes that are by some female singers through through the past, you know, several years that we like, and we're going to do those also. And um, so we're going to have other girls in there. And some of the information, I don't want to give away too much because Mm -hmm. it's kind of a surprise, but um, it has to do with where I am at my life, in my stage of being a newly single person and going out into the dating world, oh, yeah. which is a lot, which is a lot different than 20 years ago.
8: Oh boy, isn't? <laughs> <And, it?
5: laughs> yes, and uh, and yet it also is about women in general—women that are hot, sexy, educated, smart, uh, empowered—and it is about our lives. Sounds great. A lot great. of those songs are going to be incorporated into this show, and I'm going to have some, some gorgeous girls in the show, too, with me.
1: Well, that's going to be great, not only for the women in the audience, but the men. I mean, these, these are the type of women, you know, we dream of. So this will be great. And I guess we can get all that information on your website?
5: Well, I think we are going to be putting out, that out there. We haven't done a release on it yet, uh, but we are going to be posting that up there to uh, share that as we get more uh, information available that we can share, because we're working with one venue right now that is excited about the show, so uh, and hopefully we can get that up and running uh, in the next couple of months, but if not, it'll be a little bit further down the line. You know, uh, we're always a work in progress, and when you're dealing with new venues and new shows, it's, it's a work in progress, but I have been, you know, this past year, I did a big band event, which was over at the E String out here in Las Vegas, which is a nice little jazz club. And then I did a show at the Rhonda Cars uh, Event Center, which is a nice venue for for local uh, performers to do things. And then I was just at the Baobab Theater over in Town Square. And I did a a performance with a jazz singer or a a singer from France, French singer. And uh, her name is Sylvie Boissel. So I've done a little variety of things this year. And now I'm real excited about this country show because it is going to bring in everything that I've been working on, and it's going to bring it all into
1: one show. Well, we're excited about it. We will tell people as soon as you get that finalized, we're going to tell them where to go and so forth, and hopefully we can chat with you again when the show's on and playing every night. And In the meantime, Sandy, if people want to follow you, let's tell them again, how can they follow you? What's the best way?
5: They can follow me on Facebook. I have a a few different pages there, but the main one is Sandy Castell, and uh, that's my music page. And then also I have my website, which is SandyCastell.com, and my TV show, which I do, which is uh, filmed every Wednesday, where I interview other artists and other performers around Las Vegas. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it.
1: Now you're welcome, Sandy. Thank you so much. Really enjoyed chatting with you. We are back again this week with our final words with Steve Porkman, author of the best-selling book, Al Davis, Behind the Raiders' Shield. Now, Steve, we've discussed how the Raider franchise developed under Al Davis's leadership. Now the team heads off to Las Vegas, arriving in 2020. Can this team have the same kind of impact in Vegas that they've had in Oakland and Los Angeles?
6: Over time, um, is that uh, is that I think they'll be able to build it up. It'll look different. It'll feel more corporate. Uh, but if if they win, they'll get more and more of those people back. But you're also going to lose a certain amount of people who say, that's it. You've moved on us once. Uh, we can't handle this anymore. So we uh, will we'll going we'll kind to of watch all of your games through the Oakland run. We hope you win a Super Bowl. But as soon as you leave, we're done. We're going to watch from our couch if we watch at all. So it'll have a definite different feel. And also the other thing, and Mark Davis is trying to fight it, is that the one thing that he really wants is a massive – Parking lot, which he doesn't have yet. Right. But if he's able to, you know, he wants a massive parking lot because that's a part of the Raider feel. Also, is that it's a party in the parking lot. Is you've got, and I'm not kidding. You've probably seen it. I have seen people roasting 300 pound pigs in the back of a pickup oh. truck in the parking lot. And oh yeah, you know, I've seen Metallica playing a concert in the parking lot, and it's just a party. So. Um, oh, yeah, this guy's
1: with full bars and they, and when I yeah. say full oh, bars yeah. they go they offer you a drink, you know, you say like a vodka and say, what what vodka do you want? And they got like ten of yeah. them? It's crazy yeah
6: uh-huh. yeah, but it's part of the vibe and it's something that uh, Vegas if the parking lot isn't big enough or if you don't have enough of the core people who are hosting those parties, it's going to be different and yeah. uh, there's no way around that. Uh, but I think the biggest thing is going to be the economics.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's finish off with Mark Davis, because the book's all about Davis. And one thing you know there, he wasn't thinking about dying, like you said. So it wasn't like he was grooming Mark, and Mark was, you no. know, he's showing him how this stuff works. Uh, Mark did, I think, a pretty intelligent thing in bringing in a guy like Reggie McKenzie, and he was actually patient. And it's, at least to now, it looks like it's really worked out. Uh, what is he going to be like as an owner? How do you see him as, you know, compared to the days of Al, and then also compared to all the other owners who are all big billionaires? You know, he's not in that league either. So what, what are your thoughts?
6: Well, well, let's start with let's start with the money part first. Is that that would have applied more when Mark inherited the team from his father when he passed away? Is that uh, if you look at the Raiders, let's just go off Forbes magazine, which comes out with the value of the NFL franchises each year. In the last three years, the Raiders have gone from 900 million to 2.3 billion. Uh-huh. So it, this belief now that Mark is poor and all that stuff he's got plenty of money on paper and that by the time this team gets to Vegas if it's 2020 yeah. it's probably going to worth about 3.5 billion so um
1: yeah not small change i mean i mean it's, exactly not, it's not jerry right. jones money but it's it's not it's exactly. not
6: poor either right yeah and so what but again most of that's on paper but um mark has done well in that he has allowed other people to do a lot of the heavy lifting is that he was bright enough to say, "Look, I don't understand how all of this works. I'm new here. I've got to learn my way." And uh, it, it, that's a large part of the reason that he doesn't appear in the book is that he simply wasn't around, right? And that, and that he didn't, um, you know, that he didn't begin to show on the scene till about 2007 because Al sensed, "Hey, okay, it, it doesn't look like I'm going to live forever, and so I have to keep this team in the family name." Well, that's his lone yeah. son and his wife was sick at the time and she's also in her mid eighties. And it's like, look, I've got to get this guy on the uh, books here. And so he begins to, uh, show him the ropes a little bit or, and so, yeah, Mark was not around most of those years. So there wasn't anything to write about him. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, he's done, uh, he's been patient and he's, uh, keyed the turnaround there. And, uh, you know, there's hope here again, and there's got some, uh, some of the best players in the league. And, uh, and I think that's going to help him a lot in the last uh, three years here at Oakland yeah. is that if, if this team wasn't good, you'd have fans not showing up, ripping out the seats, protesting signs, the whole works. But as long as they have a chance to win, they're entertaining and all that. And they're going to put up with it,
1: Yeah, you think Al would have liked Derek Carr. I, I got a feeling like he would have loved the guy cause he can throw long. He's smart. Does anything to win. What do you think?
6: Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. He would have loved him. And, um, and, but I think you'd be seeing him throw a lot more deep passes than he throws now. And uh, Yeah, but he would love the receivers as well. And um, he would probably have a couple more guys on there that could run even faster and say, just throw it up. But, <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: The book is Al Davis Behind the Raider Shield. Uh, honestly, it, if you like football, it's a must-read. If you don't like football, it's still a fascinating look at a really interesting human being. Uh, Steve, let's tell people where they can get the book. What's the easiest ways to get a copy of this? Uh,
6: we have a website called... Behind dot and then you also can get it on Amazon in hardcover and Kindle form, and soon it'll be an audiobook. And uh, and and it's in select uh, Costco stores in the Bay Area as well, which we have on our website. But thank you very much for asking.
1: No, you're welcome. We will definitely follow it, and hopefully we'll have you on again. We can talk more Raider football as uh, the seasons go on. Thanks, Steve, for being Absolutely. with us. Absolutely. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Steven Manji.
4: Dear Daddy. Dear Mom, I love you. I miss you.
1: Every year,
7: Snowball Express honors the children of fallen soldiers. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Orlando. Join me in proudly supporting Snowball Express, a nonprofit that creates opportunities to help heal the children of our fallen heroes. We can never repay the sacrifice our soldiers have made, but we can honor them by giving back to their children. Donate now at snowballexpress.org.
1: When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know
9: about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you
1: won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case, (laughs) yes. You can't miss it. Vitalvegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. Vitalvegas.com.
2: Football is coming to Vegas. Oh!
9: I felt that one way up here.
2: And your home for all things Raiders is RaiderHistorian.com. Visit RaiderHistorian.com for a look at the game, the philosophy, and the personalities that have made the Raiders one of the most storied franchises in sports. The Dynasty is at RaiderHistorian.com.
8: Just win, baby.
2: She's been thrilling audiences all around the world. Now you're going to be thrilled at the latest album from singer-songwriter Sandy Castell. Get your copy now of Indiana Rain. Indiana Rain
4: coming down in the middle of the night. Indiana Rain, won't you wash away her
2: pain? With hits like Nashville Tonight... Don't tell, you can tell
4: me. Tell me almost anything but just don't. But don't tell me I can't. Don't tell me I can't.
2: Don't tell Indiana me. Indiana Ray, the latest from singer-songwriter Sandy Castell. Available now at sandycastell.com. Let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
1: Time now for a visit with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin. Scott is the mastermind behind the very best Vegas blog, VitalVegas.com. Something going on on the strip at New York, New York. They're taking the roller coaster, and everybody's been down here seen that roller coaster, and it's a lot of fun. Most of us have been on it, but some kids go on it all the time. Now they might have an added treat. Virtual reality. So talk about what they're planning to do with that, and then I'm going to follow up with you on virtual reality in this town.
9: Well, sure. So this has not been announced. I kind of dug up this little nugget, and I believe they are going to add virtual reality to the New York, New York roller coaster. So essentially, if you want to just ride the coaster, you can do that. But if you want this augmented experience, you put on the virtual reality goggles, and you will get a show in the goggles that is synchronized with the movement of the roller coaster. Uh, This exists on a number of roller coasters in the world and they they tend to do pretty well, but it is a different kind of experience because you're virtually unlimited with what you show inside those goggles and so it's a chance for them to do an upsell to increase that ticket price to get people maybe that have ridden the roller coaster to come back or to get people to do multiple rides on the same day because presumably you could show different things and each time you ride it it'll be different but yeah it's synchronized to the movement of the roller coaster so you get that physical sensation but also
1: just a lot of visual stimulation as well well Virtual, a virtual reality, I got to feel that if any place is going to be on top of this game, it's going to be Las Vegas. It just seems like kind of marriage made in heaven, you know, another thing to do down here. It is because,
9: well, a lot of people think Vegas itself is kind of this virtual reality, you know, kind of anything you can imagine can kind of happen. I, I think um, the casinos especially are just at a loss as to how to reach out to a younger customer, a millennial or just in general, younger people, because they don't really love sitting in front of a slot machine pushing a button. So what are you gonna do? Well, they've thought about skill-based slot machines. They've thought about virtual reality. They've literally are thinking about like tabletop shuffleboard and cornhole. Like, I think they're just throwing everything against the wall to see what'll stick. Virtual reality seems fun. It seems youth oriented. And it really is, for me, it's it's just another kind of entertainment. You know, the casinos are constantly talking about e-sports and that's gonna be the next big I'm like, it's not going to be the next big thing for a casino, but it's another form of entertainment. It's another niche uh, group that you can reach out to, and Vegas is going to do it bigger. They're going to make those investments, and they're going to pull people in that might not otherwise be here. Thanks for joining us this week. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps.